<clears throat> Backward things doing were today, and Crookshank Ben, I'm Trek Deck to welcome. Did you just do all of that backwards? Yeah, I okay, did. Because today, <laughs> welcome to Deck Trek. I'm Ben Crookshank, and today we're doing something backwards. <laughs> we're doing things backwards. Um, <laughs> usually on this show, I bring a deck, and Trek tells me how dumb I am and makes it better, or just is an idiot about it. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, this deck's fine, but I'm going to make it funnier. Um, and, well, today, uh, Trek has brought a deck for me. I have. I have. I'm, I'm very excited about this deck. Um, it's nothing I'll... Uh, maybe I will make this deck one day. I think everyone would hate playing against it. <laughs> yeah, I think you would hate playing it. I think I would, too. Because you don't really have to do anything. Because the deck is called... Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> the whole point of the deck is uh, to make your to punish your opponents for playing Magic the Gathering. So if they play a land, they take two damage. If they play a creature, they take two damage. If they, they play draw a, a card, yeah, they take damage. Yeah, they yeah. draw a card, they take damage. It's uh yeah, it's a lot of that. It the whole idea of this deck came around a few episodes ago. We had joked about making a deck where you give your opponent's creatures infect and make them hit themselves to deal impact damage. So I started building a deck around that, which, whilst there aren't that many cards that give a target creatures infect, and that give like, your opponent creatures infect, and furthermore, other than like Rakdos Charm, there aren't that many cards that have your opponent's creatures deal damage to themselves. And the last thing I wanted to do was to make this deck just an Infect deck. Because that is cringe, and no one likes playing against it. But it's not cringe if you make your opponents play an Infect deck, and then they kill themselves. Because that's just <laughs> funny. That's oh, not cringe. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. That's that's what we're going with. So, a few, a few notable... <laughs> Cards. There are a bunch of notable cards. <laughs> this deck is silly. So, okay, I'm going to explain an infinite combo in this deck. Mm -hmm. So, the infinite combo needs you to have Kiora's Follower, which is a 2-2 Merfolk that says tap, untap another target permanent. It needs you to have uh, Intruder Alarm on the battlefield. So, Intruder Alarm says uh, creatures don't untap during their controllers on tap steps. But whenever a creature comes into play, untap all creatures. So whenever a creature comes into play on anyone's board, you untap all creatures. On everyone's board. On everyone's board, which is awesome when you have Forbidden Orchard. Forbidden Orchard is a land that says tap for one mana of any color, but whenever you tap Forbidden Orchard for mana, target opponent gets a 1-1 colorless spirit creature token. So, so what this does is you tap Forbidden Orchard for a mana. You then, that then puts a spirit on your opponent's board, which untaps all your creatures. In response to that, you tap Kiora's follower to untap Forbidden Orchard, then Kiora untaps. And then you keep doing this. Not only do you get infinite mana of any color, but your opponents get an infinite number of creatures. And then you play Rakdos Charm. <laughs> or, or, or any card that has creatures deal damage to their opponents. Yeah. You make your opponent's boards incredibly big, 
and so long as they don't have a way to instant speed sacrifice them, you just you have them kill you themselves. You have an infinite amount of creatures deal infinite one damage to their controller. Exactly. Yeah, and oh that is the point gosh. of the deck. Your own boards are gonna kill you. Uh, yeah, that's what we got. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, that's uh, that's what he's brought for me today. Um, are there any other cards you want to so mention? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's one that I think is really good. <laughs> this, uh, this is a card that is really good against your crash deck. It is called um, Backlash. Oh, yeah. Tap target untapped creature. That creature deals damage equal to its power to its controller. And it's an instant. So you untap, you tap your commander, and bonk yourself. So if someone playing a Voltron deck, you can commander damage themselves with your own commander. <laughs> uh, it, it does have to be combat damage for commander oh, damage. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But Never that mind. would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> same, with, um, same with Delirium, which mm -hmm. is a similar effect. Which is an instant speed. Uh, you can play only on opponent's turn, and you tap target creature that player controls, and that creature deals to the player an amount of damage equal to its power. Wow! Oh, gotta love old cards. Yeah, that just word things in the stupidest way. Possible. And then you also fog, but only for that creature, because it says that that creature now deals nor receives combat damage this turn. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why though? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why can't it not deal combat damage? Right? Like, <laughs> why is it? It's bad enough that you get smacked with your own creature. Like that's that's bad. It, but then you can't use it to swing at someone. It gets tapped anyway. It gets tapped. It gets tapped anyway. I don't know how it's dealing or receiving combat damage if it's tapped. I mean, if someone has a way to untap it. Then well, I guess you can play it at instant speed. The thing is, why does it tap it? Oh, oh, oh! If it can't yeah. deal combat damage! Because, because someone attacks... No, it doesn't work like that. Well, I guess if it has Vigilance. You... I, I don't know. It's stupid. Old cards are weird. It's so weird. Do you want to talk about some more weird cards? That's such a stupid card. I mean, it's it's great. It's a good card. It, it's just so much semantic stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, here's another great one. It's an enchantment called Burning Earth. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> it's three and a red for an enchantment. Whenever a land... Sorry, whenever a player taps a non-basic land for mana, Burning Earth deals one damage to that player. I think the dumbest part is that it's just player. Yeah. Right, so it hurts you too. <laughs> yeah, but there aren't that many basics in this deck. That's true, that's true. There's oh, no, like there a quite whole, a few. It's a whole, like, 12. Yeah. It's pretty good. There, there's some other good ones. So that's like kind of the theme of the deck. You know, the more you play, the more it hurts you. So here's another one. Whenever an opponent activates an ability of an artifact, creature, or land on the battlefield, if it isn't a mana ability, Harsh Mentor deals two damage to that player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So whenever anyone like taps a creature for whatever reason, like an Anya Falcon Wrath, you tap it to like discard and draw. Yeah, you're taking two. Yep. Every time. Someone has like, you know, my, my Pinger deck? If I were to use that, I'd, I'd kill myself with this card. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So good. It's just, it's just anti-utility. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's another one. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, Rampaging Ferostodon deals one damage to that creature's controller, which also goes infinite if you have the um, Forbidden Orchard. Mm -hmm. 
because you can just ping people to death with the rampaging Ferostodon. Oh, it also says, importantly, players can't gain life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a 3-3 with menace for 3 mana. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that might be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that it affects you as well, like, it's just, all its effects are just players yeah. can't gain life. Players take damage when creatures enter the battlefield. But, like, yeah, if this is one of the only creatures in your deck, it's not a bad oh, thing. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, you know what I also love about this one? Uh, which is sort of a weird theme that you have, like, one card that does. Um, I got some weird stuff in this deck. Is that you You do things where you give... You have Bizarre Trader. Bizarre Trader. Yeah! Uh, which is a, a one... Is it? It's a, it's a one-one, one in a red, goblin, uh, and it has tap. Target player gains control of target artifact, creature, or land you control. <laughs> He's so dumb. I know. I was so tempted to take this one out, and that's what. That's probably one of my honorary mentions for my out. However, the fact that he's just one so stupid. It's great. Uh, but two, also, if you give if you give someone else the cards that are creature, like, this deals damage to all players. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It you doesn't can just give them that card, and it's just a, just a crap post. Yeah. Well, no, no because the idea is, oh, I'm, I'm one damage off from my Rakdos charm win. I'll just give you one of my creatures. Or, or what, you, what you do is you give, like, your creatures infect. You enchant your creatures with infect. And then you give them to your opponent. They're like, they're your creatures now. Bonk! And you have them smack themselves. Uh, that was yeah. the original idea yeah. of um, the Bizarre Trader. Yeah, no. I, uh, I I realized that. And, like, just, yeah, being able to, like, beef up a creature. Because, I mean, if you make a big creature and it's got infect, that's scary. But then all of a sudden you give it to someone else, then they're confused. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have it deal damage to them, and they're like, "What the heck just happened?" And you can use backlash and delirium on this creature. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you just you give them a massive creature. They're really confused, and they're like, "Wait, wait, I'm getting bonked from my own board." <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's another one. Oh yeah, Zozu the Punisher. <laughs> it is one red red for a goblin warrior tutu. Whenever a land enters the battlefield, Zozu the Punisher deals two damage to that land's controller. <laughs> so against any land deck, even with Tatiova, because she draws you a card and gains you a life, you're still going down a life every land you play. You're slowly killing yourself. Yeah. yeah. So funny. <laughs> I really like uh, also Mayhem Devil, mm -hmm. which is one, a black, and a red. For a 3-3 devil, whenever a player sacrifices a permanent, so that includes fetch lands, treasures, clues, anything. Yeah. Whenever they sacrifice a permanent, Mayhem Devil deals one damage to any target. So, in the theory, if you aren't the scariest player on the table, Ben, mm -hmm. and let's say Rena, Rena is super scary, yeah. and you have a bunch of treasures, and you sack all your treasures, I don't have to kill you with that. I can kill Rena with those treasures. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I see. <laughs> it's, because it's whenever a player sacrifices a permanent. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. I'm well aware of this oh, yeah. card. This card uh, is a fantastic card. I love this card. It was uh, in Crash at one point, I think. Because um, that's just fantastic. It is. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, it goes really well in a Corvold deck as well. <laughs> when he's oh. just making, he's sacking and creating. Uh, he, no, he doesn't. That great. He draws cards yeah. though. Yeah, uh, but like in a in a Zeatora deck also, yeah. where you sack and then create three treasures. Brutal. It's good. Brutal. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely a good card. <laughs> this, uh, okay, so I have two more honorary mentions before we go into your ins and outs. Mm -hmm. um, this was going to be the commander of this deck before I realized I wanted to add blue and green. I guess I didn't, we didn't say the commanders. Oh, yeah. But it's the commanders are important. important. <laughs> yeah, the commanders are Thrasios, Triton Huron. He's a 1-3 merfolk, and you pay four. Scry one, then reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land, you put it into play tapped, otherwise draw a card. Which, I mean... He's just a good card. Yeah, the stupidest thing is that yeah. that's like a great card that's played a lot, has but like has nothing doesn't to do with have anything to do with no. the deck. I, I, part of me hates that you've done that. I was looking for Simic commanders, and then <laughs> with I just, partner, uh, yeah, yeah, with partner, because I wanted the blue and green. Yeah. And then Vile Smasher the Fierce. He's one a black and a red for a two three Goblin Berserker. Whenever you cast your first spell each turn, Vile Smasher deals damage equal to that spell's CMC to an opponent chosen at random. Which I think is funny enough to fit the theme of the deck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just so stupid, though, because, like, the mana, the average mana value of this deck is, like, 3.1. Three. <laughs> right? Like, it's it's not an expensive deck. No. You have so many, like... I got a lot of ramp, too. You got so much ramp. I wanted to just make sure that <laughs> I can just, like, keep playing, keep playing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the, the card that was going to be the commander um, was a Karavek the Merciless. Good card. Yeah, he's five a black and a red, so he's seven mana for a legendary creature, human shaman. He's a five four, but he says whenever an opponent casts a spell, Karavek the Merciless deals damage equal to that spell's mana value to any target. I think my favorite part about that is if you have them out, someone plays like a board wipe, you know, maybe a uh, blasphemous act. Oh, that's nine damage. And then you just flat, you just at instant speed give him infect. <laughs> nine poison counters. Because right there. it says that he, he deals does the damage. damage. Yeah. No, that's kind of what I went with. Was these creatures say they deal the damage, so give them infect. Yeah. And it's great. That is. And then incredible. you can have people hit themselves with infect damage from your board state, from their own board state. Got all your bases covered. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a great card because yeah, I mean, he's so good we're in commander. Guy. People are playing big cards, especially if you're playing like a seven mana drop at this point. Yeah. Right. Like someone's gonna come out with yeah with their blasphemous act, maybe like a Kozilek or something. Like you know, yeah. because Eldrazi, right? It's <laughs> oh like twelve god. mana. <laughs> nope, you're dead. I think I think I would have a personal rule with this card that it will always be dealt to its owner's controller. Like I'll never I'll never you might be like, oh like, yeah, play play your Kozlek and I'll kill yeah. him. Right. No no no, it's always you played the spell, you take the damage. <laughs> yeah, because I mean that's the fair way to play magic. Yeah. Is, oh, you're playing something good. All right, you die tax on it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the taxes you die. The taxes you're done. Get out of here. Alright, the last card I want to talk about, because I think this is kind of funny, is Chandra Awakened Inferno. Yes! <laughs> yes. Yeah. She is four red red for a legendary Planeswalker Chandra. First off, this spell can't be countered. I mean, I'm the only person in our pod who plays blue, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, I, I don't 
really, I'm not even gonna mention her other two abilities. The I only didn't read one, the other two. No, I, I didn't read them. Looked at the upkeep and the, the yeah. uptick. And you <laughs> you plus two her, and it says each opponent gets an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep. This emblem deals one damage to you. So <laughs> so you plus two her, and now the game is on a clock. So, because yeah. I'm pretty sure until you die, those emblems stick around. Mm -hmm. So if Chandra dies, you don't care. Your opponents are still on a clock because the emblems are still there. Those those emblems would stack, wouldn't they? They do. Yeah. So yeah. you've one turn, you give them one. Yeah. So they the all. Next turn, they take two damage. Yep. The next turn, they take three. <sighs> the only problem is you can't make emblems have infect. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but like, if she, because she's at six loyalty. Yeah. And there are a fair number of creatures, and there's like 19 creatures in this deck. It's more than likely that you're going to be able to like block some incoming damage. So if someone doesn't have Planeswalker removal, you might be able to get this off maybe twice. Mm -hmm. Twice, maybe three times if you're really oh, yeah. lucky. Oh, yeah. So on your upkeep, everybody just takes three. Yeah. And I mean, this is a weird, this is a weird Planeswalker because that uptick is a great ability. Um, oh, because it'll take her to eight on the turn right, she comes in. Right, so like she's just getting bigger. The the down ticks are worse than the up ticks. Absolutely. Like they're just they're just target removal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care That's about it, that. That's it. Right? And it's damage targeted removal. So it doesn't even get around indestructible or something nope. like that. No, it just Yeah. It just deals it's, damage. Yeah. You can down tick for three and deal three damage to a non elemental creature. Great. Take away half the planeswalker's life. <laughs> their loyalty to, to get to lightning bolt to lightning bolt worse lightning bolt yeah <laughs> a lightning bolt with a specific category that it can't target yep elementals right yeah why i don't know why wait yeah no it's a way worse lightning bolt yeah i mean you can down take it for x and deal x amount of damage it, it can't you can't even deal the x damage to a player no it's it, creature planeswalker you can't but even it does like exile fireball. it so who cares? Yeah. I'm just going to uptick this over and over and over and over. <laughs> the nice thing is, because you're upticking her for two every single turn, if somehow she's around and you got like her at 15 or something like that, yeah, figure out how you did that. Got her to 15 <laughs> only upticking her. Uh, I, I'm a math major. <laughs> Anyways. Um, even numbers are hard. <laughs> even numbers are hard. Uh, well, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> right. Then, then worst case scenario, someone plays something big. Then you're like, ah, this does actually put a crimp in my plans because like I can't get it to deal damage to itself, which you probably can. Yeah. Uh, then you could just kill it, or you can make it deal damage to its its a uh, its controller yeah, and then exactly. get rid of it, and still have a bunch left because you're going up by two every single every turn. single time. All right, I lied. <laughs> there are two more cards I want to talk about, but they're kind of the same. Okay. So the first one is another kind of inspiration for the deck, which is why I wanted blue in the deck at least. And then I was like, if there's blue in the deck, I may as well get my ramp in, I'll add green. Um, hive Mind. It's five <laughs> and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery, each other player copies that spell. Each of those, each of those players may choose new targets for his or her copy. So the idea for this is, it, if you play a modal spell like Rakdos Charm, which is the win con of this deck, also let's just appreciate that the win con is a two mana card. Yeah. Um, they can't pick a new mode for it. The mode is already chosen. 
but it gets copied four times and it's not a May ability. So Rakdos Charm goes off four times. So however many creatures you have deal four damage to you effectively. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you cast a spell that's like, if you cast Expropriate, everybody else gets Expropriate. <laughs> like, you oh, cast your God. Wind God. You cast Rise of the Dark Realms. Yeah. Then everyone gets... Everyone casts Rise of the Dark Realms. Wait a second. Who would get... Would it be the last person in turn order? Because yeah. their copy is on the stack. <laughs> oh gosh, that is so chaotic. But like another reason for this would be if you cast Triumph of the Hordes on your creatures, that gets copied for everyone else's creatures. They all get Infect, and I think it's plus two, plus two. Plus for one, plus one, Trample and Infect for four yeah. mana. Yeah. That, that makes everybody's creatures Infect, and then you bonk you have people bonk themselves and deal that last bit of impact damage. yeah and like akin to this but kind of more one-sided so that's more of like a universal effect more one-sided there's wandering archaic who is a five colorless uh which is it for a four four avatar and whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell they may pay two colorless if they don't you may copy that spell and choose new targets for the copy I personally think this is an underplayed card. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily know if it's an underplayed card. I think it. I think it is played. I just. I, I know really we good. don't play it, but yeah. it is. It's a great card. I play it quite a bit. I know you do. Yeah, <laughs> I like this card. It's I, an annoying card to play against. Well, that's the thing. It's just. It's great. It doesn't stop your opponent from doing anything, but it makes it a little more annoying. Yeah. Because yeah. like, mm, if I play Rise of the Dark Realms, you get all the creatures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like, at least you're taxing them for two mana. Yeah. And that I think that's really good in this deck because it, it is exactly that. Why are you hitting yourself? You play a spell, I copy it, and probably I'm targeting you with it because that's how this deck works. Yeah. And like, it, it's also really helpful because there's a... And the one of the things I was looking at is just like, there's not a lot to, you know, keep you alive in this deck. No. Like, it's not a very defensive deck. It's more of just make people hit themselves quick enough that you they die before you do. Yeah. And so I think Wandering Archaic is good for, you know, just kind of balancing that out, being Absolutely. a little bit more... It, it's, one, it's one of the defensive cards that actually helps you out. Yeah. I'd say the very last theme in this is also, because I'm in blue, I may as well be stealing other people's stuff. Yeah. Not, like, physically taking it. I don't think I have, like, uh, oh, what's that card agent of treachery like yeah. that's not in this yeah. deck but <laughs> stuff like clever impersonator phyrexian metamorph spark double like i'm just gonna yeah re oh, it yeah and just smack him back with it if oh i should have put you're um, hitting yourself because it's it's uh it's your card that's hitting you yeah i i wish i had put the card from warhammer 40k the calidus assassin oh, because yeah. when she enters the battlefield she has six <clears throat> mana with flash when she enters the battlefield, you make a copy of a, of a card that an opponent controls, and then whatever that card is, dies. Huh. Yeah. So it's a really just why are you hitting yourself type card. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. You know what's great, though? What? That's even better, though. So you can take something like Clever Impersonator. And now you don't have to do this, but it's a hundred times funnier if you do. Okay. You take a card like Clever Impersonator that makes a copy of a permanent on the battlefield, right? You have a cr something on the board. Okay. Then you tap Bazaar Trader, give it to them, and then you steal it back from them. That is funny. That is funny. 
<laughs> so now there's two copies, but you don't have it. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So if there's any target creature destroys our... Not target creature. Target player destroys all whatever. You can just get you can, it. You can get around that because someone else has it. They need to target two separate players, two separate artifacts or whatever. Two, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's so like, it's not dumb. good. No, but, but it's, it's funny. funny. <laughs> and like, I mean, it, it just, it adds a stupid layer of defense. Yeah. I guess with that, are there any more cards that you liked in this deck? Um, I mean, Scorpion God's pretty cool. The Scorpion, yeah, Scorpion God's, God's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Uh, just cause you are... You, do, you are going to have some creatures with infect, especially if, yeah, you can have big creatures and then give them away. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, that that was my worry for this deck. I I really didn't want it to become an infect deck. Yeah. Because no one will like playing against this. I, I think there might be a good time to be had with this deck. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a no. puzzle to play around, but, like, still, it's not, okay, turn four, I give all my creatures infect, everyone dies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? It's just, like, you know, you can, yeah, you can be dealing... Infect damage to some creatures. They get negative one, negative one counters or something. And then Scorpion God comes in and just, you know, yeah. makes your day great. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, Scorpion God is a three, a black, and a red for a six, five God. Whenever a creature with a minus one, minus one counter on it dies, draw a card. And then you can pay one, a black, and a red to put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature. And when it dies, you return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. Yeah. So the only real way to get rid of it is by uh, exiling it. Mm-hmm. He'll just keep coming out. Yeah. Also, you know, six five, pretty good, nice blocker. Yeah, for five mana, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll it's take not that. Bad. Um, also, you just always feel powerful playing a god card. Oh yeah, of course no, you do. No matter what it does, you're like, I played this god. It doesn't work with the deck, but it's a god. <laughs> but I am commanding the gods. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're under your control. Um, yeah, I think just some. I have an entire section. Where it's just like staple cards, <laughs> I've I've removed those from the rest of the deck just to be like, and I took a look at them like, does this actually work in the deck or is it just in there because it's a good card? Um, and there's a couple that don't really fit, but I'm like, you know what they they have a purpose to fill in this deck. Um, one of the ones that I really do like though is Beast Within. Yes, Beast Within. Yes, right. It's good. It's removal. Uh, it's two a green. Beast within instant. Destroy target permanent. Its controller creates a 3-3 three, three beast creature token. Right? <laughs> Which you can give infect. You can give infect. Right? But, it, like, it's it's a creature. It, it's, it's along the lines with some of the other combos of giving a creature to your opponent. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's also funny if you use it on, like, an Esper Sentinel. Like, some 1-1 one, one that gives a lot of value, you turn it into a 3-3, three, three, then you give it infect, and now instead of dealing one infect damage, you're taking three infect damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, Atali Primal Storm, he's in here. Uh, four, two reds, legendary elder dinosaur. Um, whenever Atali Primal Storm attacks, exile top card of each player's library. Then you may cast any number of spells from among ca- those cards without paying their mana cost. It's a 6-6. Six, yeah. six. It's great. And, again, it's, like, sort of clever in person, or the clone cards. And, I mean, this one is actually taking the cards. Yeah. So you lied before. I did. Um, however, I it's, did. But it's it still allowed, fits with the theme. Yeah, it still fits in the theme. And that's that's kind of what I'm highlighting here. Just cards that fit the theme that are in there yeah. just mainly because they're good cards. Like, there, there's some joy about playing someone else's win con. 
Because it because when people get upset about that, it's like, yeah, but you put it in your deck. Yeah. You shouldn't <laughs> like, have had it in there. Exactly. That's why all my decks are just lands. <laughs> I, what do you mean? You put like 20 lands in your deck. That's one of the things. I'm like, hmm, Drake, you've got 37 lands in here? Too much. Get rid of them. Uh, funny story, actually. While I was playtesting this deck. You playtested this one? Yeah. I mean, I play test all these decks yeah. uh, just to see how they work. I never drew a hand with more than one land in it. But there's so many lands. I know. I know. It's insane. I have horrible luck when it comes to lands. And that's why none of my decks have lands in them because I'm not going to draw them anyways. <laughs> you can I draw just as many lands when there's 30 as I do when there's 40. And so anywhere between 30 and 40, I'm fine. No, no, we don't it's going it. to work. Yeah. I'm going to make it work. Uh, which brings me to my other point. There's 37 lands in here and 13 pieces of ramp. Yes. And like, I mean, you have you have four colors and you have all the different combination signets in there. You've got the, yes. Gr- the Golgari, Gruul, Is it, uh, Simic, right? Like, they're all there. Yeah. And Demir, uh, Rakdos. Some of these are different colors, so it's just, yeah, messing with my brain there. Yeah. Well, I think I covered them all. Uh, and then you got an arcane scene. <laughs> you got a soul ring, a cultivate, a far seek, uh, nature's blow, ramping ruin, cultivate. <laughs> I I have all the pieces of ramp because my worry was there. All of the cards in this deck, like they're all different, man. Like they're all different colors. Yeah. I need to be able to have all the different colors, but like at the same time, as I'm saying that, if we ignore all the pieces of ramp, there are three cards in the whole deck that use green. Yeah. If you ignore the ramp. Like... Is that including the commander? No, no, no. Excluding the commander. Because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to yeah, play yeah, Thrasios. Yeah. I don't give a crap about Thrasios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, the Farseek Nature's Law Ramp and Growth Cultivate, I'm never going to go and try and find forests with it. I mean, except for the ones that obviously make me go get a forest. <laughs> yeah, when you have Nature's Law in here. Because turn two ramp, baby. Yeah, like, but you <laughs> need... You have so many signets. That's your two, turn two ramp. Nature's lore is gonna find you a forest which you don't have. No, I don't and need. You, and you don't need it. No, I really don't. I'm making an adjustment. Nature's lore is going on my outs list. I guess now that we're talking about the outs list, can uh, I do the list? Yeah, I, I. Okay, yeah. Preface the outs list. I didn't really understand the infinite combo that Trek described earlier, and so three of those four cards they mentioned to help with that are in there. Um, but also, I think it's convoluted and stupid. So get rid of that infinite combo. That's the whole point of the podcast. It's convoluted and stupid. Yeah, but make it more convoluted by just having a bunch of small ways to win. That's the direction I took the deck. So I took out. <laughs> I do like that. I took out the good win con. Well, not good, but the big win con. Um, uh, kept Forbidden Orchard in there. Um, but I took out crop rotation. Okay, crop rotation is one green and has an additional cost to cast the spell. You sacrifice a land, then you search your library. Which would probably for be a... the forest you use to cast crop exactly. rotation. Exactly. <laughs> and then you search your library for a land card and put it onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. Not onto the battlefield tapped, mind you, as well. So you use this. So if you have the rest of your combo out, you use crop rotation to search for Forbidden Orchard. Or even if you don't have your combo out, you still search for Forbidden Orchard to start giving your opponents creatures. Mm -hmm. And that's why crop rotation is in there. And I mean, the nice thing is, I feel like this deck plays really well the first time you play against it. Because when you play against it at first, you can look at it and be like, wow, it's kind of a group hug deck. 
Why are you giving me all these creatures? This doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden the cards come out that make you pay for having creatures and pay for tapping lands. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, oh my no. god, stop it. Right. And so I think you can really just kind of jump out of nowhere with this one on your first play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean crop rotation makes sense for that. Wait, what are the other cards you took yeah. out from that combo? Uh, Intruder Alarm. <laughs> because here's here's the thing. Intruder Alarm does next to nothing if you don't have Kiora's Follower in the deck. Yeah, It's, it's one of the only cards that you have that tap for something. Yep. And so that is why I took it out. Well, except for Arcanus the Omnipotent. Yeah. Who says you tap him and you draw three cards. Yeah. Yeah. But like other than that, you're absolutely right. Oh, or 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 bizarre trader. <laughs> bizarre trader. That okay. Never mind. Put intruder alarm back in. Bizarre trader. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to untap an infinite amount of times. Yeah. Oh gosh, I hate that. I'm joking. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. I also did take out Kiora's follower, just because you don't. I don't have a lot of tapping. Yeah, synergy. there's not a lot of tapping synergy. So I did take those cards out because that is the only situation if you have all the cards you need that's the only time where tapping ever affects know. anything i really like cura's follower because you tap her for free and you can use that on a land or like a soul ring so she's like it's a kind yeah, it of is ramp. kind of ramp but like i understand why you took it yeah. out yeah yeah there's I, no I, creatures that really want that yeah. no i mean she's she's a great uh or i don't know this merfolk is a great creature yeah it's good it's a two two for two that on its yeah. own is good enough Right. In Commander, that's good enough? A 2-2 two, two for 2? Yeah. Yep, alright. You heard it here first. I play lots of Commander. I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think almost all of the cards that I had on my outs list, you mentioned uh, as cards that you enjoyed. So, well, now, <laughs> well, time for the, the next ones? one. Time for the next one. I mean, I've already mentioned Nature's Lore. But the next one is Mayhem, Mayhem Devil. Um, he is fantastic. He's a great card. But here's the thing, you don't give creatures, you don't give people things that sacrifice themselves. If you were give, like, if you had Jolene, the Plunder Queen in here, where you were giving your opponents treasures, then I could understand yeah. Mayhem Devil in there, right? Where it's just, right? Like, you know, something like that. Yeah. That could be good. That could be funny. Uh, yeah, did you put that in your ins? No, I didn't. That's kind of funny, though. It is. It is. I'm just thinking about that now. I just thought about it on the spot right here. <laughs> that's an in. Uh, but like, yeah, like if you were giving creature, if you were giving people blood tokens or like clue tokens, food tokens, you know, I'd, yeah, the most obscure types of tokens. Yep. Um, or some other stupid tokens. Rock tokens. Rock tokens. You can't yeah. sack rock tokens. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. How are you going to give someone rock tokens? I don't know. You give them. No, no. You can, you can finish that thought on your own. Yeah, all right. Uh, if you don't, then... Your I'll life throw is a rock taken at you. Your your life is probably better for you. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, he just yeah, because you're not giving. I I I wanted to sort of because it does kind of go wide with ways of making people hit themselves. Yeah. I tried to eliminate the ones that are more situational. Are more situational. Yeah, and just have more that you can control, right? And like keep because I mean everyone's gonna play land. So having those ones in there is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's going to tap lands for mana. Everyone's going to tap lands. Everyone's going to draw cards, right? Yeah. And so I was thinking, yeah. Because you have qu quite a few cards in here also that say when an opponent draws a card, 
deal damage. Yeah, like Fate Unraveler. Yes, or, Fate um, Unraveler, which you can give in fact, which is Yes, great. which is so funny. <laughs> or or Underworld Dreams, which is whenever an opponent draws a card, it deals one damage to that player. Yeah. Not a creature, though, so no. I can't give it in fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fate Unraveler, giving that in fact. Or, or Cataract Parasite. You can give that one in fact as well. Whenever an opponent draws a card, if you control a red permanent, which in this deck, you're probably going to control a red permanent, <laughs> you, may ha- you may have it deal one damage to that player. So that could also be a fun political tool if they're at nine infect counters. Right. Uh, especially because they play Blasphemous Act. You may just deal damage, infect damage to them. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I tried to kind of just feed into what you already had and take away yeah. some like Mayhem. Uh, Mayhem Devil, yeah. But Mayhem Devil is a fantastic card. Absolutely. It's great. Um, the other one that I took out, um, and this was, I mean, this one is definitely arguable for being in here. I mean, you, you wouldn't have put it in if it was just a stupid card. You're not I, me. I, I would have swapped it with the land. Exactly. Uh, I, I took out Archaeomancer. Really? Yeah. Ex- explain. Uh, <clears throat> mainly for... The fact, because, I mean, most of what I was looking at was how to make the infect. Right. And killing, uh, like, giving infect to a creature and have that creature deal damage to its own controller, right? Or give infect to a creature you control and have it deal, like, one damage to every opponent or something like that. And so, al- almost all the infect uh, cards... I think there's only two of the six, which I mean is yeah. still 30%, but like whatever. Uh, I Yeah, it's just there's not necessarily a lot of instants and sorceries that do that. But hear me out. If I have eight mana, which in this deck is not difficult, mm-hmm. play Rakdos Charm, everyone gets low, goes to the graveyard, play Archaeomancer, put Rakdos Charm back in my hand, do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was the idea I, of our. I understand answer. that, right? Because I mean, you can do that with our with a uh, with Rakdos Charm or with Delirium or Backlash, right? Any of those yeah, cards. Yeah, any I of those that. cards. That that was the idea of putting it in there, where it's like I've played some of my win cons already because that that is the main problem of this deck. The big splashy win cons are two drops. They're it's a, a what a three drop and a three drop, right? Like they are not big splashy cards you know but yeah. they are the win cons yeah so the idea of putting archaeomancer in there was just okay i can play it once kind of for free well not for free i still have to pay the mana obviously but then i can play archaeomancer and get it back into my hand for later mm-hmm. yeah. or like uh, you know this is a very niche situation but yeah, like if it got milled or wheeled away at some point then you can get it you back can get it back uh, yeah i mean having graveyard recursion is never a bad thing yeah um it's mostly in there in case Rakdos Charm goes away. That's fair. Because that is, like, the one way this deck wins. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, at this point, when I took Archaeomancer out, it was more just like, hmm, I don't have a lot of outs. I need something to take out. So, yeah, in reality, you'd probably want to keep it in. There is one that I'm but surprised you, you didn't take out. take out. Oh, which is that? I'm kind of surprised you didn't take out Douthy Voidwalker, which is a black and a black for a 3-2 Douthy Rogue. It has Shadow. That's not important. If a card will be put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere and said exile it with a void counter on it, 
Then you can tap and sacrifice Delphi Voidwalker and choose an exiled card an opponent owns with a void counter on it. You can play it this turn without paying its mana cost. The only reason I'm, su I'm surprised that you didn't take it out is because it doesn't really fit the theme all that well. Like, it's kind of there. Yeah, I think I, it, was, it was more just along with all the other clone stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, eh, you know, I'll leave it in there. But yeah, it was, it was definitely on the honorary mentions of outs. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Or or Archmage Emeritus. Emeritus? Emeritus? See, the thing is, Trek, you, I'm always on you about this. You never do this enough in your decks. There's so little card draw in this deck. You need more card draw. I'm always telling you, you need more card draw. That's definitely always what I tell you. I know. It's the, it's the <laughs> one thing you keep telling me. Mm -hmm. Definitely not why I last minute put in Arcanus the Omnipotent and pull from tomorrow. See, and, <laughs> and all those cards, I'm like, they really aren't great. Or Rhystic Study. I, like, they're ones I'm like, I would probably take them out if you actually had a good amount of card draw in here. Yeah, um, well, I was way too concerned with doing my very convoluted win cons. Win yeah. cons. So I was like, I... Well, also, I'm not playing big creatures, so I can't put, like, Garrick's Uprising. Yeah. I can't put... Um, Whatever that beast masters ascent. No, that's yeah. not literally not the card, but whatever. Yeah. Like I couldn't put any of those ones in. Yeah. And like there's not a lot of g good green. I've card also draw. There's not, not a good black card draw. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not really interested in putting cards like Guardian Project in because they're really good cards. But you know they're like kind of boring staples. Yeah. And yeah. I, if you haven't realized already on this podcast. I mean, sure, we put we put stuff like Ristic Study in. We put Propaganda, which are cards you see, but, like, at a certain point, eh. Yeah, like, it's eh. like, okay, yeah, you could fill... You could put... You uh, could put, like, Steel Colossus in any deck. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could make a $1,000 deck, and it'll be great, because it's full of staples. Yeah. But, like, eh. But that's what Commander's about, is doing the stupid deck. Exactly. Which... Just ignore the top 100 cards and then make a deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Arcanus the Omnipotent was one that I was considering taking out. But again, just because it had that card draw on it, you yeah. need the card draw. I left it in. Um, and honestly, the biggest reason why I was thinking of taking it out is just because it's three blue pips. In a yeah. four-color deck, you don't want to have too many pips. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So I was thinking, like, what cards could you take out with big pips? And I didn't really do that too much. Um, but, yeah. Yep. That, that yep, would, yep, yep. That's another big reason why I'd take Arcanus out. But you Fair need enough. card draw. I um, do. Speaking of card draw, let's look at the ins. Oh, I'm so excited. I have two. Uh, no, I have three card draw cards. <gasps> and, and I sort of sneak peeked some of this towards Trek beforehand. Um, oh, yes, yes, Where yes, yes. I kind of threw in some cards uh, that are that are a little bit more versatile. And so they're not necessarily the most efficient cards, but because they have the versatility, I think they have a place in the deck. <laughs> Maybe not actually a place, but they are funny to consider being in the deck. <laughs> um, that's kind of what most of these ins are. Yeah. Uh, more just like, imagine this scenario with this card. It's not in the deck, but if we put it in the deck, you could potentially have this come up. And um, it will be very funny. Very funny, yes. Uh, and so the first, right, and so I was, I was looking for cards that are like, target when target player, or make target player do this good thing. Right. Right. And like, uh, yeah, the, the first example I'll pull up is Blood Pack. 
It's two and a black. It's an instant. Target player draws two cards and loses two life. This is just a draw two, lose two. You know, yeah. not bad. Three mana, I mean, eh. But it's not a bad card. And so, you know, it's good card draw. You can do it. You lose two life, whatever. But if you have one of your cards that when a target player uh, draws cards, when a player draws cards, they, they lose, lose life. life. All of a sudden, it's... They're, they're drawing two, losing like eight or yeah, something. Yeah, you're... At the bare minimum, if, even if you just have one of those cards out, they lose four life. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like have, a weird lightning bolt kind of thing. If you have Hive Mind out, they can choose new targets. So, in theory, if nothing else is on the battlefield, you can have somebody lose eight life if oh everyone gosh. agrees to target one person. Yeah, but that's, that's just They rude. are drawing eight cards, but like... But even if you had the one card that says it deals one damage... Yeah. 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 No. That then turns amazing. into 16 damage. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's, that, that's what I thought. That's good. I thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> now I got a little hasty. Um, I think this one should, probably should have been introduced beforehand. Uh, but yeah, sort of just along the lines of having creatures that make you deal damage to yourself kind of thing. Uh, a good in, I think, because it, again, has the versatility where it does a couple things, is Baylor from Baldur's Gate. It's three and two red, a creature demon. It's flying and has, whenever Baylor attacks or dies, choose one or more. Each mode must target a different player. Target opponent draws three cards and then discards three cards at random. So that's making people draw cards. <laughs> right? And you can just not do that. Um, I would do that every time. I know. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. The second mode, uh, and I mean, this one kind of works with Mayhem Devil if you wanted to keep him in. Target opponent sacrifices a non-token artifact. Okay. Then the third, Baylor Demon deals damage to target opponent equal to the number of cards in their hand. Oh. Yeah. So, That's you know, it's, it's a little just... Wait, wait. Does it say Baylor Demon does the damage? Yep. So, in theory, if you gave him in fact and yep. someone drew a bunch of cards... Awesome, awesome, amazing. This is a great card. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm like, this This is one card that I'm like, this is fantastic. I don't know how Trek didn't put this in originally. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's so good. It's so good. There's another card that I just thought of that I can't believe I didn't put in. Oh. The new Shieldred. Is that on your ins list? It's not, no. The new Shieldred, I think it's the Awakened one. It's a, I think it's a 5-4 with Death Touch or a 4-5 with Death Touch. But it says whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose two life. And whenever you draw a card, you gain two life. I mean, that's just kind of good with all the card draw stuff. It's really a why are you hitting yourself type card. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think of yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely great. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, please continue with um, your ends. Yeah, another funny one. And this one's kind of just in there for the sake of it being funny. And also the versatility of it. It's not It's not good. This is not a good card. Okay. Uh, but it's consult, consult the Necrosages. What? It's an old card. Okay. It's one, a blue and a black. And it's a sorcery. And you choose one. Target player draws two cards. Or target player discards two cards. <laughs> that, okay, that's kind of funny. Right? That's kind of funny. Because, I mean, if you don't have, like, making people pay for drawing cards, you can just make them discard a card. Or you can make yourself draw two cards, so that's not bad. Yeah. But then you can also choose to have someone draw two cards. 
hits, and they will take damage. From I just that. love this with Hive Mind. I know, right? Yeah. If if you're like Hive Mind is great if you're teaming up against someone because you you can choose the mode. You know yeah. what's so funny about that though? If you have something where you where like an opponent drawing cards loses them life, then you play Consult of the Necrosages. You choose draw two. Everyone yeah. has to choose a player to draw two cards, and they can be like, I could draw two cards myself. But then I take two damage. That's rough. And I, someone else might choose me. But you're giving your opponent's cards. Yeah, you're it's giving so your opponent's stupid. cards. And also, if you have Shieldred out, no one's going to want to target you. Because for each card, you're gaining life. But if you pick someone else, they're losing life. Oh, God. Yeah, so, so then everyone's going to pick each other. Yeah. And everyone's going to get the blanket effect of, like, losing four life or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's so, so funny. funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm realizing how much Hive Mind is my favorite card in this deck. I know, right? That's your win con. It's a also, politics deck. Blasphemous act with Hive Mind. <laughs> it deals like 50 damage. Oh gosh, that's stupid. That is that's so stupid. Alright, here, um, are you ready for another yeah, stupid yeah. card trick? I am so ready. These are great. These I are love so this. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm more excited about because I had these good cards where I'm like, these are funny to put in. Here's the last card draw one. <sighs> Caress of Phyrexia. You've probably what? never heard of this card. It's nope. not fantastic. Three and two black. It's a sorcery. Target player draws three cards, loses three life, and gets three poison counters. Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> oh my uh, god, that's so good! Yeah, so this one's a little more li less versatile because you probably don't want to do this to yourself. Because you no. don't want to give yourself three poison counters. But it's so <laughs> stupid! You can just give someone three poison counters plus any damage that they take from drawing the cards. Yeah. Plus an additional three life that they lose. Yeah. You could, you could deal, like, I mean, if you had, like, if you have one card that makes people deal damage, that's six damage plus three infect. You Unless have, it's Shieldred, who does two damage per card. Exactly. Which oh all of a God. sudden, that's nine, nine damage. Nine damage and three infect. Yeah. That's, that, that's like, so good. in both regular health and uh, infect. infect, that's about a third of their life total. Yep. And also with Hive Mind out, if, because I'm assuming the person who's being the target and like the threat isn't going to pick themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but assuming that everyone else is targeting one person, you can give them nine, nine impact counters oh. and they'll lose nine life plus you know whatever what I hate? other life. You know what I hate? What? Is the fact that we've found multiple ways to give an opponent nine impact counters. Not ten, just <laughs> nine. nine. Right, so then you have them on the sweet spot, right, where you want them. Yeah. Right in the palm of your hand where it's like, mm, I could give you an impact counter and they're like, okay, I won't do that, I won't do <laughs> I won't that. Do it. It's the ultimate political politics card. I also think, like, that's the joy of Hive Mind. You can cast a spell targeting one person, and someone else will want a different person dead. So you didn't kill them, but someone else it's did. True. It's yeah. true. Because, I mean, I know that's happened so many times in our pod, where, like, me and Brino will just be going head-to-head, -head. like, just the other night, when we, me and Brino were going head-to-head, -head, uh, you and Caspian weren't doing anything. No, we did nothing. <laughs> we were just hitting each other, trying to convince the other, like, the two of you to hit the other person. It was, uh, like, that was, it was so like, funny. A political two-headed giant. It really was. It was so stupid. Such a stupid game that was. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the end of the card draw. Yep. However, as <laughs> I mentioned, uh, I I liked I liked uh, I saw your beast within, and I raised you a pongify. Ooh, pongify. Because I mean that's really cheaper. Good. 
Yeah, it's and one blue. It's and in it blue, gives which you a... actually want. Two two monkey. A three three eight. Two three three eight. It's the eight. same as Beast Within, just in blue and cheaper. And one mana. Yeah, this is what I'm oh. talking about. Blue cards are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why doesn't green have a one mana that does that? Green's got some pretty funky one mana cards. Okay, but why does green get Beast Within, which is three mana, and because, blue has Pongify, which because, is one? Because blue doesn't have Llanowar Elves. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but it's so stupid. I just... Blue should have to have more than one blue mana up to do things. Nah. I know it's not what, how magic works. What do you works. mean? With Force of Will, you can do it with zero mana up. You're right. <laughs> uh, I hate this game. I don't know why I play this. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, first I'm going to go to the honorable mention. Before I get to my last in, I'm going to go to the honorable mention, okay. which again is just funny. You'd have to make so many changes to the deck and probably just make this your commander, uh, which doesn't work because then you'd be taking out all the blue because it's not a blue card. Okay. Uh, it's a Jun commander. Um, you don't know what it is. Interesting. Beam Town Bullies. Oh, yes, yes, I was trying to find a way to put him in the deck. Yeah, like, yeah, you'd have to do a lot of changing. Yeah. But it, it, it does a lot of the kind of, a lot of the stuff that Bizarre Trader can do. Yeah. Except it's weirdly not as good as Bizarre Trader. No. Because, like, yeah, you have to give them, and but they're not around for very long. They're just around for the one turn. Yeah, and I, was, I wanted more, side. like, constant effects. Like, they're really hurting themselves. Whereas yeah. Beantown Bullies is more like, I've milled myself, and you're getting punished for it. Yeah. But I still think it's really it's so funny. funny. And it deserves a mention. Absolutely. Um, and with that in mind, we go to my last pick. I can't wait. And this is one that, I because, I mean, you remember I made a Beantown's Bully deck, played yep. it for, like, two games. It was a fun time. It's since been good. deconstructed, and one day I will make it. Yes. Um, and it will be good and playable. Also, okay, your Beamtown Bullies was not how most people are building Beamtown Bullies, where you put terrible creatures in and give them to your opponents. Yeah. Ben made a Beamtown Bullies that's all about politics, where he will give you incredible creatures for one turn. He's, yeah. He was an arms dealer. That's what he called it. Was it was amazing. It was so good. It was hilarious. And 100%, when I make the Beamtown's Bully deck, I'm going to go with that theme yeah. of giving people great cards so they just smack each other with it. Because exactly. it also goads the creature, yeah. I think. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. That was, was kind of the inspiration of it. I'm like, I can goad creatures that I give other people and pay no mana for them? Heck yes. Wow, chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Let, me just, Let me just give you an Atali Primal Star real quick. And just, Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Because if you give someone an Atali Primal Storm... They're not going to swing into you. No one will ever attack you if you give them the best cards in the game. <laughs> if you give you someone a Lightsteel Colossus, that's not coming at you. No. Right? And then they just keep swinging at each other. And that's the funny thing. When we played, I almost won with that deck. Yeah, because nobody swung at you. no one swung at me. And by the end, you guys had just swung at each other so much that I was at 40 life. And, like, you guys were at, like, 10 or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, crazy. Just coming in. Yeah. It didn't work out too well, just because it was mainly a bunch of cards that I'm like, this is a good card that I don't have room for in a deck that I currently have. And so it wasn't actually the best cards that I have. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, one of the cards that came up when I was looking at Beamtown Bullies way back then, Bronze Bombshell. Do you know this card? No. What is it's Bronze Bombshell? Four colorless for an artifact creature construct. When a player other than Bronze Bombshell owns uh, sorry. Whenever a player 
other than Bronze Bombshell's owner controls it, that player sacrifices it. If the player does, Bronze Bombshell deals 7 damage to them. <laughs> so hold up. So you play Bronze Bombshell, then you use the Bizarre Trader to give it to someone else, and it blows up in their face? It blows up for 7 damage to their face. Now you give it Infect. And does it say seven... Bronze Bombshell yes! does the damage? <laughs> it does. That's the beautiful thing. You can just give this to someone without their asking for it. And all of a sudden, boom, seven damage. You know what's great about that too? Before you hand it off, what do you do? Clone it. And then hand someone the clone. It's such a stupid card, but it's amazing. I love I just, it so much. I love the idea. Like it looks like a like a Nurgle plague grenade when it like explodes, just like explodes like this like ickery goo. See, the funniest thing is, it's called bronze bombshell, and the art is, I guess, a sexy robot. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> it it's uh, a feminine looking robot that's just got a little strut going down for a walk. But it also has a chain attached to it and like a pit that the chain's attached to a pin. Right? So it's like as soon as it walks far enough away, it just blows up. I think that's the idea of the card. I honestly can't believe this isn't an uncard. Yeah, yeah, actually that's a good point. This is yeah, no. That is, is so funny. It's a fantastic card. Uh which has room in so few decks. But yeah. it's still nine dollars. Whoa, really? Well it's eight and a half dollars, yeah. That is funny though yeah no, oh it's, my it's god fantastic. i would totally like that that'll replace nature's lore there we go there we go yeah exactly <laughs> holy yeah. crap and that's all i have for my ins and outs trek what do you think of that i'm so happy because like that that is a lot of like the main point of this podcast when we bring each other's decks it's like okay here's the idea here's the deck that i made do you know any other cards like put in it, right? And that's why we normally have more ins than we have outs. Yeah. We only take out the cards that really need to be taken out. Uh, I mean, oh, you did exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> that you found some funny cards. This is so oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I like I just I went online and just looked up target player. And, and like does something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it came up with some good cards. I just love how many of them work with Hive Mind. I know. It's I so think that's good. It's so, so funny. Yeah. I will say, I will say, another reason to maybe take out some of the ramp is that they really non bow with Hive Mind because you're ramping your opponents as well. Yeah. Oh, but then, but then, they're, then they're putting lands into the battlefield, which is something well, yeah, you, can, yeah, that's you right. can deal damage with. I was actually looking for cards that give your opponent's land, land, just because it's funny. That is pretty right? funny. Right, because I'm like, oh man, too bad you're not in white, because like, path to exiling someone, and yeah. doing damage to them, exiling their creature, that is funny. What What about that myriad creature from the last episode? <laughs> yeah. The, the survivors? No, not the last episode, the one before, yeah, the survivors. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's... I wonder if that would fit in this deck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, you, you it's, could. It's but it's yeah. not. It's not them dealing damage to themselves. Other than they have a lot of land, so it deals damage. I mean, you could justify it that way thematically. Yeah, I'm just. I'm very glad with what you added to the deck. Really hit the theme, and like, I'm glad we didn't stray away from you are hitting yourself. I just have things on the battlefield, but if you try and do anything, you're gonna take damage. Yeah, it's not like. Uh, okay, I'm going to do that for a while and then swing in with something big. Yeah. It is 
the entire deck is watch what you play because it's going to bite you in the butt. Yeah. No, yeah. it's fantastic. It's I, fantastic. I really like that. Uh, yeah. I guess, well, this is the first time that you've reviewed one of my decks. What what do you, what do you think of the of the silly little deck construction? Uh, honestly, I'm just appalled by the amount of card draw in it. Okay, good. More than anything, I was so shocked. I'm like, am I missing cards? Like, am I, <laughs> is there a land in here or something that draws you five cards or something? Like, am I, am I an idiot? Am I missing something? Because every time you're just like, you need more card draw. You need more card draw. There was no card draw in this I deck. Know. I think, yeah, other than Ristic Study, which was in my staple section, the card draw section was like four cards. I know. And I'm like, what the heck? I know. It's that's why, that's why I, that's why I added so many card draw cards. Because, uh, I mean, I, I think that is one of the cheaper ways that this deck deals damage, so I didn't want to deal too much into it. But I thought I had, like, with with Blood Pact, Aggressive Phyrexia, I'm like, that those, good. I have to throw those in. Yeah. Because, right? I mean, there's no end. Because I, I didn't want to turn this into a Nekusar deck. Yeah, of course. Right, because I'm like, yeah, that's I got boring. One of those. That's yeah. boring. Everyone's everyone's heard of a Nekusar deck. Yeah, um, so much so that we're not even gonna explain it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, by context, you should be able to figure it out. If not, you have access to the internet. If not, how are you listening to us right now? <laughs> Speaking of having access to the internet, this is not something I've advertised for a little while. But if you look in the description of all of our podcasts, our email is available. So if you have any funny cards that you think should go in this deck, please email us. Or if you have a deck list that you want us to review, or if you have ideas for a deck that we haven't come up with yet, please email us and we will happily put together the deck. And if you put your name or whatever you want us to call you, we'll make sure to shout you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, to all 10 listeners. All 10 listeners. Uh, to me, <laughs> you, and then when I watch it again, and then you I think Rena. Rena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Trek. Yep, uh, me. With, with all this said and done, uh, would you like to Do thank our sponsors? Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I would like to thank our sponsors for today. Our sponsors, of course, being, uh, The Rock. Um, The Rock, made by that commander who makes rock tokens. Um, he's sponsoring this. <laughs> I thought you meant Dwayne Johnson. Yes, yes, uh, he, he's the commander that no, makes the rock tokens. Yeah. <laughs> Can that be a secret layer? That needs to be a secret yeah. layer. Why is that not a secret layer? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, when a land enters the battlefield, <laughs> you make a rock. What's that commander called? I'm looking at him. Yeah. Well, we, we're sponsored by him um, because there is nothing funnier than uh, killing your opponents by throwing a rock at them. Togo. To yeah, Togo. Yes. Togo Goblin Weaponsmith. That is, that is our sponsor for today. That's amazing. All right. Well, Wait, Weaponsmith? Yes. That's so Because he makes funny. rocks. His weapons oh are rocks. It's such a funny card. This is a funny game we play. It's, it's an interesting game we play. Uh, and with that, that's the podcast. No, no, keep, keep going. No, that was me fading it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't have to. It's helping you with the editing. <laughs>